1: A feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. Jim Miller. If you don't know Jim Miller's name, then clearly you have not been following mixed martial arts and the UFC for very long. Jim Miller currently holds the record for the most UFC fights, and the most UFC wins at lightweight. He's also a hunter, born and raised a hunter in New Jersey, and we have a very short, sharp, hard-hitting conversation about family, about heritage, about social media, and all of its implications for hunting, and really... This is just an opportunity to get to know a side of Jim Miller that you've never heard before. Okay. So here's the South African who decided to create a brand that sort of tries to convey the truth about who we are as hunters and hunting. And I get to speak to some bloody cool people. None cooler (laughs) than you, my friend. I'm telling you now, I have uh, been a big fan of yours. I'm going to fanboy for a little bit. Big fan of yours. Um, And shit, you follow Blood Origins. Fuck me, George. (laughs) Jim Miller, welcome to the Blood Origins
0: podcast.
1: Thank you for having me on. So uh, let me make sure I get this right. Most wins in ufc uh in the most wins in the light heavyweight uh lightweight 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 lightweight. Lightweight, so you're not 205 yeah no (laughs) not not usually (laughs) and you're wearing one of our favorite brand t-shirts montana knife company shout out to josh and brandon
2: yeah they're awesome over there
1: so jim miller welcome introduce everyone uh to yourself
2: yeah you know uh i've been in the ufc since 2008 i started uh fighting uh professional mixed martial arts back in 2005 um grew up wrestling uh and and pretty much it was uh yeah uh i was i was on the mat or on the field uh whenever there was a season and and uh and in the woods, every opportunity that I, that I could be. Um, so yeah, uh, fortunately I've been able to make, you know, like my passion of competition, um, uh, a, a career. So, um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a hell of a ride. Um, you know, I've got the, the most fights in the UFC, uh, most wins at lightweight. Uh, there's, there's a few others in there. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's been pretty cool. <laughs>
1: you know, like I, I really, I really do. Uh, you're sounding, you sound like you're done. Come on.
2: No, yeah, definitely not done. Uh, I got, definitely got some more in me. You know, I, I threw it out there that I was going to try to get to UFC 300, uh, which is probably be in a, in, in a couple of years, uh, three years, two and a half, three years. So, uh, we're going to, we're going to put in a solid effort. We're going to try to get there. I think it'd be, uh, amazing. And, uh, definitely that would be an amazing event to, uh, for sure. to wrap it up, to take the gloves off and, and, uh, and walk away.
1: You could walk out like a Spartan. We are yeah. 300 <laughs> essentially. Um, but married
2: kids. Uh, I've been married for, uh, just under 13 years. Uh, it's actually okay. going to be our anniversary in a few days. Um, and, uh, yeah, I met my wife, Angel, uh, at the first gym that I started training at. And, uh, you know, it, it was, a. Uh, we were we were pretty much inseparable from, from the get go and uh we have four four kids, uh eleven, ten, eight and six. So uh we we, I, we, we I got them all in big,
1: <laughs> Yeah, I knew uh, look, I knew you were a bigger man than me when it came to <laughs> fighting, but definitely much bigger man than I because I could only handle two. So
2: <laughs> it you know, it's it's also, I got I got uh, girl boy, girl boy. Um, you know, uh so it's uh, it's fun we get we get personality types and and differences you know uh among all four of them so it's it's really cool to see like uh the 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 similarities that they have to either myself or my wife or right. even, my, even my siblings and my parents you know i'm like right, and seeing right. yeah seeing those those things you know so it's uh it's it's cool it's uh yeah it's like a, <laughs> it's it's fun to fun to experience it all
1: and right now you're in New Jersey, Virginia area. Uh,
2: New, Jer- New Jersey, yeah, north northwestern New Jersey. Um, unfortunately, yeah, still. Uh, you know, I <laughs> I, I was born born and raised here. Um, have been like dreaming and trying to get out uh, for a long time now. Uh, hopefully, hopefully in the next uh, little bit we'll be able to do that. But mm-hmm. uh, we'll
1: see. And if if you if you got out where, given your lifestyle, what you love i
2: i keep pushing my wife like west i want like montana utah idaho uh she wants to go like north carolina south carolina tennessee
1: mm-hmm.
2: um so we'll we'll see we'll see what so there's happens. some
1: places in western north carolina right near the tennessee line mm-hmm. that it's almost like out west right yeah you disappear in the woods there you're gone Yeah.
0: Like, yeah.
1: Mule trips in there like people do horseback trips up into those mountains, and mm-hmm. people don't realize it. People are like, oh, it's only in the West that you can, you know, pack mule into places. There's yeah. some places in East Tennessee that are just as, just as scary in yeah. terms of being alone.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely can get lost there. That's for yeah, sure.
1: And plus, you've got the rednecks to contend with back yeah. in the woods there. You know. So. <laughs> so, Jim, you know, this is our Blood Origins project. Our Blood Origins brand is all about conveying the truth around hunting, and we like to have hard-hitting conversations on this podcast because it sort of expands our world to have, um, sort of in-depth conversations with people who do and love the thing that we love to do. Uh-huh. So one of the things that I'm interested in is, and I, i it's almost like a, a wish of mine, I, I would call you a celebrity in the Fair MMA so. world. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't call you an influencer. I would, I would say that a lot of people know you, know your name, Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of those types of people in the MMA ranks. When you first started in 2005, how many of the folks around you were hunters?
2: Um, I mean, in, in as far as the the other fighters, um, yeah, you know, I think on the East Coast, far far fewer than uh you know than it used to be um yeah a, a pretty a pretty small percentage it seemed like and now you know once you once you broaden the uh uh you know the pool and get into like the ufc and stuff like that then there there are quite a few more um but uh i wouldn't i wouldn't say very many uh
1: were you afraid at all in your in your career since 2005 to today to ever say you were not a hunter?
2: to say i was not a hunter or to say i was a hunter
1: no to say you were not a hunter oh. because of the whole like cancel culture type environment oh. like i'm not going to talk about that because uh you know
2: oh not yeah not at all <laughs> not at all uh you know there's definitely like i i uh
1: why were you not afraid
2: because it's it's me it's who i am it's what you know i i grew up with it i uh you know my brothers and i we We weren't hunting as kids uh we were, we we're doing a decent amount of fishing as kids and stuff like that and um my dad my dad grew up running beagles and 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 pointers um and and hunting whitetail to eat right like it was it was not a recreational thing it was to put food on the table mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so we heard all the stories from my father and my grandfather and and um uh, like when I was a younger kid uh until I was about like eight or nine, we, we lived in a house that was (laughs) surrounded by woods. I mean, we were constantly, uh, constantly outside, uh, you know, and, and, and wanting to live that lifestyle. And our dad kind of, he, he put it on us to, um, to do it ourselves, to, to take that step because his cousin, uh, his, his uncle was a big hunter and, and had Mm -hmm. a big piece of land out in Pennsylvania and, Mm -hmm. um kind of pushed his cousin into it and his cousin pushed back and, and, and didn't want to do it. So my dad didn't want to, right. to, to kind of like force us into it. Uh, and yeah, he was also it for what
1: it is. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, and he was also busting his ass you know, working, you know, six days a week. So it was like, there was no hunting on Sundays back when we were kids. So, mm-hmm. um, there was no opportunity for us to go with him. Uh, he would get to go out, you know, early before work or something like that. And, uh, you know, uh, that was it. So, and then there was always wrestling matches and football games and stuff like that going on too. So, um, there was always other things to do. So, when my oldest brother, who's four years older than me, uh, got his driver's license, um, went to the sports shop, you know, and uh, and got the applications for uh, the hunter's education course, and uh, we we went through the process and 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 got our our licenses. And I think I was probably I was like thirteen or fourteen. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, started out pheasant hunting and stuff like that. And, and, you know, it, like I said, it was from that, that point, I mean, I, probably in my school, like the, the town that I grew up in is, uh, in the nineties, it was kind of like a real estate boom. A lot of people that work East either in like, uh, some of the cities that are East of us in, in New Jersey, or even all the way to, uh, New York city, which is about mm-hmm. an hour away. Um, okay. You had a lot of people that were commuting, so the hunting lifestyle in our town was not it. It, it was not a big thing, um,
1: which is surprising, right? In it, rural New Jersey,
2: yeah, it's it is surprising because there are other there are other like high schools around us that up until recently they'd have, they they would have off the first day of whitetail season because so many right. kids would end up uh, cutting class Skipping anyway, out. yeah, right. to, to go hunt. So. Uh, so like in our town, it wasn't that big of a thing, but, um, yeah, I mean, we, we, from, from that point on, uh, it was whenever we could, you know, um, which wasn't a lot, you know, like in, in high school and stuff like that, it, it wasn't a lot, even, even with fighting, like if there's a fight coming up, it's hard for me to get out sometimes, you know, sometimes I have, uh, uh, opportunities like I do right now, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like, I so Back to the question of like, was I ever afraid of, of saying, you know, talking about it? It's like, it, it, it's, it's always been me. Like, I've always been
1: dreaming. You understand the reason for the question, right? Because that's yeah. this idea that we have so many celebrities, Jim. I can name them for you. I can name them for you in the UFC ranks. I can name in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. They all hunt. But do they say that they hunt? no no
2: they don't yeah
1: because they're worried about getting canceled mm-hmm. and there's uh, they're worried about getting canceled because of perceptions yeah right? it, it it
2: is and it, it's i I can there's there's one side of it that I can slightly understand which is like branding right like we look at social media and i I do a terrible job with it because <laughs> I just what
1: would we call your brand
2: like (laughs) an idiot right
1: (laughs) opening you know letting your goats out talking about tractor hitches yeah
2: just just yeah just all over the place right so so that's that's my that's my issue is that a, a in a branding sense it's like i am not branding myself on social media to be you know the guy who's got the most ufc fights uh i just brand myself as some you know goofball father who's got some farm animals, um, right, right, right. you know, but like I I look at it as an opportunity to show like who I am, but um, For sure. Like I said, I, I, I kind of understand how some people don't want to be heavy into it, but it, you know, I, like I said, it's, it's me, it's who I am. Um But I've also like, I mean, some of it, I, I've tried taking the cameras out and, and, and filming hunts and stuff. And it's like, man, like if i'm in the tree or if i'm in the elk woods or or you know uh in, in the in the takes upper, away from the
1: experience
2: yeah right? like i'm there for i'm there for me or to or to spend time with like my family like my kids are excited opening day of pheasant season uh is uh on saturday so like they're they're already like excited and, and want to come out and uh you know and be part of it and it's like i'm not gonna I'm not going to miss opportunities to be filming and taking pictures, you know, like, sure, sure. Uh, so um, it's, it's, it's tough. I'd, I'd love to show more, but like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's easy for me to like show the, the process afterwards. Like, cause I, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I like sharing food uh, and, and, and things that I make. So like, if i since i can't give people a plate (laughs) or that many people a plate i can i can give them a picture or or, you know uh maybe some some motivation to try to do themselves
1: so your dad didn't force you into hunting what about your kids did you sort of let them have the same track like decide if you want to do this with dad or not or yeah
2: yeah i mean uh they've like I, i i've always tried to Really, uh, include them in my hobbies because it's like, hey, if I if I enjoy doing something, then it's going to be easy, f- it might be a pain in the butt. I've brought i brought them into the blind with me and it's <laughs> okay. a couple years ago and I had I had the older three uh, in the blind with me and it was like <laughs> I was like all right if we yeah, see it
1: transformers, here. iPads, yeah all yeah, yeah, the ate snacks. Bag. Bag. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they ate the snacks in, in the first five minutes, they got cold in ten minutes, and it's like, oh, we saw a little spike and I thought they were gonna get amped up and be like super jazzed. It was like, no, we can go back now. Like <laughs> okay. But that was, that was a few years ago, but yeah, they, they, uh, they, they enjoy it. Like particularly my, my, uh, my 10 year old son, I mean, he is, uh, he is like full blown, like hillbilly, <laughs> like he, he, as a, as a three-year-old wanted to, you know, uh, I, I, shot this six pointer, uh, a few years back and, uh, wanted the kids to see it, you know, so I had already, you know, hung it up and stuff like that so i take it down i flipped it over so it wasn't like looking into the you know into the cavity and stuff like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i mean he just walks right over and starts putting his hands on this thing and like you know is, is touching it and petting it and 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 like grabbing its antlers and there was no hesitation from him to get close to it where there was a little bit you know with my daughters uh and even mm-hmm. my youngest son um where yeah wyatt is uh for the last few years, I mean, he, he helps, he helps butcher the deer and, and, uh, you know, wants to be part of that process. And I had, he was cleaning, the cleaning the pheasants last year all by himself, uh, at nine. And, and, uh, yeah, like he, he loves it. He loves the lifestyle and, and, uh, he also eats absolutely anything. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: anything that can go on the plate, he's excited about.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Do you have the, the opposite child as well? Uh, like my, I'm only
2: gonna eat mac and cheese. Uh a little bit, you know. Like, but they all. I, I mean, we just had uh, we had uh, venison barley soup tonight. Uh, you know, I made it two nights ago. We had some leftovers, stuff like that, and, and uh, they all they all eat it. They all like it. Even my my uh, eight year old Cassidy, she's the she's the dancer and the the very like mm-hmm. you know princessy one. Uh, but she begs to have venison stew and you know, uh, she's, uh, she enjoys it. She doesn't necessarily like the, the, you know, processing of the animal part, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she, she still enjoys, uh, it as, you know, table fare and, and, uh, mm-hmm. like I try to, I try to really make the most of it and make it as, as tasty as I can for them, you know? So, uh, so there is a, you know, the work goes in there.
1: Does your wife hunt? She has in the past. um, She grew up in a family that hunted. It wasn't like you introduced her to hunting.
2: No, I didn't introduce her. She grew up in Minnesota. So uh, we don't like to talk about it, but it's some of her previous boyfriend, (laughs) you know, Uh, (laughs) she went, she went deer hunting and and stuff like that. Uh, But yeah, you know, um, she's, she's come out pheasant hunting quite a few times. And and before we had the kids, uh, she came out um, and, and, now it's it's easier to bring her. Now that the kids are able to, you know, walk around the fields themselves, mm-hmm. nobody has to mm-hmm. carry them. Uh, she's she's been able to come out.
1: Jim, are you worried at all? You sort of the lifestyle that you grew up with, that now your kids are growing up with. That, you know, that that idea of hunting is is waning. That the idea of hunting, have you thought about that at all? Of of it maybe disappearing uh
2: i i yeah i mean it it's we are we are in a kind of a fight you know um i do see a some resurgence like i, I mean you you do see it um there have been certain people that have been able to get a hold of like a, a more common thread with it uh like uh, use renella as a as a uh mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, an example i mean like He's on some mainstream
0: stuff,
2: Absolutely. you know, and, um, and it's well, just not- think
1: about the spider web of what Ronella has done, right? Ronella yeah. introduced Rogan to hunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. He, he He's done
2: a great job of like showing what it's, you know, what else is, uh, involved in it. It's not, it's not just, you know, the kill shot. Um, there's there's the the processing and the, and the cooking of it and 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 the sharing of it and um and he's done a really great job of that and you know um I mean my buddy uh, Dudley like uh, mm-hmm. I I've, I learned a lot from you know from him with with cooking and 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 uh, and field prep with with the animals and stuff like that I mean um it there's there's been this little bit of a push and and it feels like some of it has gone a little bit more mainstream. Um, but you do kind of f- see on the on the flip side that it's not it's not like what it was when you know my father was a kid. I mean, it's not it is not.
1: Uh... Well, the world is different today. It, you know, exactly, that's the other thing you've got to recognize. Yeah, you've got to recognize that the world is not is is different. The world has a much larger population. The world's views are changing. The world's, you know, technology is so rapidly advancing every single day that, you know, just the advent of social media. Mm -hmm. You know, shit, if social media was around with your dad or my dad, could you imagine the shit that they would be posting? (laughs) You know, hunting would would be gone. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Every time my dad threatens to get a a social media account, like, no, 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 don't do it, dad. Please. Please
1: that'll, but it's, that'll, that's, get that's the, the t- sign of the time. That's the sign of the times. Yeah. You know? That you know, in the eighties, seventies, eighties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, hunting was strong. Mm-hmm. Hunting had a strong base, a strong foundation because really the the mass majority didn't get uh, didn't get influenced. And, and that's a really good term, didn't get influenced in this new social media culture that is, is developing. Right. Mm. And our kids are being born into it. And that's one of the reasons why we do what we do is that it's just almost like, okay, this is part of normal life now. Mm. And you better understand the ramifications of what you do and how you do it. Yeah. Because if you don't, jeez, man, like, you know, eh, at the same time though, you've got me and you were both teenage boys, young college students, you know, doing stupid shit. A hundred percent. And again, if we had social media, no. gosh, could you figure could you you know what would it have been like? Yeah, yeah. Um but no man, I um yeah, social media like someone said, social media is this. It's it's the scourge of hunting today. Mm. It's just the it's the perception changing content that, and and it's the virality of it too. Yeah. It's almost like the thing that you can put out a hundred and fifty great pictures, a piece of great content, and then you have one dumbass. Yeah, does one thing. And it blows up, you know, ten million views or twenty million views, and you're like, oh my gosh. All the work we just did. Yeah. Just it, unraveled itself. It's a
2: it's definitely a, a, a weird spot and it's hard to get used to it. Like I said, I mean if we had if we had camera phones and and I mean if everybody was that that journalist, you know, uh back in back in the year two thousand, like we're Everybody be canceled,
0: <laughs> you know every
2: single one of us, and and that's that's the the most messed up part is it's the people that do attack others are also guilty of stuff that mm-hmm. nobody knows about, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's a it, it it's it's hard because it's like I I you know we we bought this place uh, just about two years ago. Uh, rush to get into it in the beginning of the, the, the you know, the pandemic. Um, and it's like in New Jersey where like, uh, you know, we we're planning at least staying for another couple of years. years. Uh, like this is this kind of the spot that we want to stay for a bit. You know, we've, we're surrounded by a state park. Uh, we've got plenty of privacy, a little bit of land. Um, you know not too far from the gym and stuff like that and and uh like i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to really uh like have my kids dive into the lifestyle of of trying to like build a homestead you know mm. um but it's like on the flip side who knows what the world's going to be like in 10 years i mean the the with the advances that we've got i mean it's like uh everything's going to be you're (laughs) remote and everything's going to be done. Why is it
1: important that you, why is it important that you sort of base your kids in that kind of lifestyle? Uh, Cause I, I think it's, it's,
2: it's pure, you know, like it's, I've, I've had the opportunity to like go out to some nice restaurants, some, some pretty nice restaurants and, and, and buy expensive meals for people that I care about. And it doesn't even come close to taking two tenderloins or backstraps and throwing a basic seasoning on them and throwing them on the grill and then having everybody eat with their fingers. And people Mm -hmm. that have never had venison before would never imagine to even order it if they went to a restaurant that has it or something like that, have never been exposed to hunting – and like see them like oh my god this is amazing like that is way better to me because i put work in i i i put the effort mm-hmm. in i you know have 20 plus years of of time in the woods finally being successful <laughs> uh you know and and processing the animal in, in the the cleanest way that i can and taking care of it and 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 as soon as it's down treating it like a piece of meat and not still treating it like, you know, a uh, a you know an animal. Um mm-hmm. and then sharing it with people like uh it's it's awesome. It really is and and like I want my kids to be able to have that that same feeling, that same uh, that same ability too to just okay, well, you know, here's here's a here's a backstrap like try this, like trust me, mm-hmm. just try it. Uh, I know where it comes from. Yeah, know where it comes from, and and I mean, I, you know, I a few years ago, um, I, was, uh, I was diagnosed with Lyme disease, and uh, I I went probably about three years, just about three years without the diagnosis. So it kind of took hold, and uh, it was a it was a stubborn pain in the ass to get rid of it. Um, you know, and I like bet. changed changed my diet and. So, I we changed everybody's diet, you know, the whole family, like everybody eats pretty similarly. And we we try to eat from whole foods as much as we can. And I try to grow as much as I can and 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 hunt as much as I can. Um, because then I know everything that goes into it. And, uh, I feel like that is something that has helped me get over it. Um, not, you know, not having chicken nuggets, frozen chicken nuggets in the freezer, you know, for the last couple of years and and like, and, and just the little things of like, you know, uh, eating a little bit cleaner food and and knowing where it comes Mm -hmm. from. Like it's, uh, I, I feel like it's helped me and, and like, I, I want my kids to have that opportunity to, to eat that good fuel and, and, uh, and know where it comes from and, and know the, the effort that's gone into it as well.
1: Yeah, you, know, you mentioned a couple of things, sort of to me, I hear like almost life characteristics. Uh-huh. Life characteristics of work ethic. Right. I, I constantly tell my kids if if we can just teach our kids to be above average work ethic today, uh-huh. they're gonna be super successful. Super successful. Um, you talk about connection of life, right? I think one of the biggest things, the reasons why hunting is getting such a bad rap is because people are disconnected, Mm -hmm. number one, from understanding where food comes from. So you talked about the connection of, of, of food, but two, they're sanitized from death. Like they don't know, like they just pick up the the meat in the grocery aisle, but you don't realize that something had to die for Mm -hmm. that, right? This, this, this inherent life that gets life, but gets dead. You kind of think, um, and then responsibility. I like the idea of kids nowadays having some responsibility uh-huh. and seeing, like, you have to go and, and, and do your chores. You have to go take care of the garden. You have to go, you know, like I was telling my wife, I was so proud the other day. The boys have got picking up dog poo down pat. <laughs> and it sounds like, what? That's nothing. No, 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 no. It is. Uh-huh. They... You know, I don't have to do it. They pick up every piece. They know. It. <laughs> but it says those are the kinds of characteristics that hunting in Im- Im- sort of imbues in them, right? Mm-hmm. That outdoor lifestyle, that homesteader lifestyle, that I think is just is missing in today's society because people are just disconnected.
2: Mm. Yeah, uh, I mean, one of the one of the positives of social media though is that like there since there is so much sharing of information like if you are willing and you are searching for it there is so much stuff out there to to help you either be a better hunter or be Mm -hmm. like like me like i follow a bunch of like uh like homesteading you know pages and like i'll get lost in that stuff where it's like oh man like i could i could you know Change up the way the the gardens are laid out, and 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 do that, and like, uh,
1: and make things a little more. Does your sustainable wife know and, you follow a bunch of farm wives? She does, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> 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 I always show her like uh, the the barn life pictures, right? You know, the, the barn the barn homes. Uh, she she loves that stuff. So, but yeah, it's like uh, it's 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 easy to to get caught in the trap of uh, you know, social media and the cancel culture, but like like I said, on the flip side, there is the information has never been so easy to obtain that Mm -hmm. if you are interested in, if you are trying to learn about anything, but like in particular, you know, hunting and, and, and the, the outdoor lifestyle, it's, it's right there at your fingertips. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's like a, it, you don't a have to go sword. and, and yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you don't have to get have the North American Hunter, uh, you know, subscription anymore to get you know a, a magazine every month and and uh, like you can you can still see it and, and learn every day.
1: You um so. to wrap things up because we typically like to keep the short, sharp, and to the point. You got any hunts coming up?
2: Um, nothing scheduled at the moment. Um, I was supposed to go to, Co- uh, Colorado rather, uh, in September. Uh, I was going to fight in mid-September and then I got COVID for that. So then everything got postponed and pushed back a month. Um, so right now, I mean, I was trying to get out today. I really was. I was like, you know what, let me see if I can get in the tree stand for a little bit. Cause the rut is I, the, the deer are going crazy at the moment. I checked trail cameras this morning and they're, they're absolutely bonkers. Everybody's running around during the day. Um, so I was like, ah, oh, I'll be able to, maybe if I can get in the tree and then come out and get the kids fed and then get, you know, get to the computer. And I was like, no, just, just wait, just wait. Don't, don't push it. because my luck it's like then i i shoot something and you know, then, then i come here with bloody yeah, hands I get, so like, in, I get
1: an instagram <laughs> message saying i shot a deer yeah. we're gonna have to postpone <laughs> the, yeah postpone yeah. the podcast which would have been a pretty funny story so yeah
2: yeah but uh yeah nothing uh was trying to get out to pa uh, a buddy of mine has a place out, out in western pa for for uh for white tails other than that nothing nothing really scheduled gonna stay you know Stay close to home. Uh, do some pheasant hunting and and some whitetail, and uh, see if we can fill the freezers up a little bit.
1: The pheasant hunting is wild or placed?
2: Ah, uh, placed. Yeah. Nice. So it's uh, you know, it's it's hit or miss. It's hit or miss. Yeah. You know, so um, they they don't taste totally like a wild bird, but uh, you know, it they're still good. <laughs> <Heck> <laughs> it tastes yeah. a lot more like chicken.
1: Heck yeah, they're good, man. Well, Jim Miller, you're amazing. Um Thank you. Let me ask this question because I'm always um, interested. How did you find us?
2: Uh, the old Instagram. I was, uh, I, it might have been T-Bone. I mean, he might have he shared something. Oh, and, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you're, you're doing something awesome. Did you watch T-Bone's awesome. episode? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love Shit, that guy. So good. Celebrate, yeah. man. Yeah.
1: Celebrate. If it's legal and it's ethical, I, w-
2: I was teasing him. I was like, why you got to throw me under the bus like that? You know, <laughs> and, like, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But, you know, like, I mean, I'm the guy that went to Wisconsin to where there's like massive deer and I shoot a tiny little five pointer. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you know, it's meets me, meat, you know, I'm I'm bringing it home. So uh, but yeah, like uh, you're doing something awesome. And uh, it's uh, it's really cool. It's really cool to follow you and and see everything you guys are are putting out.
1: Well, that's a, a humbling statement coming from you, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you jumping on here. My pleasure. And uh, we'll have to um, bring you on to the roundup where we discuss, like, weekly articles. All right. uh, I think you quite enjoy that. We have a, Cody as my, my co-host on that, and we like to give Cody shit, or Cody likes to give me shit. Anyway. <laughs> Jim Miller, you're the man. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. I appreciate you listening, as always.